0: Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. And I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author of Take My Sunshine coming winter 2024. And this is Lit Sis. Hey, Mad. Yeah, Haley. Don't you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. You can see all that I'm reading at Maddie Reads a lot. M-A-D-D-Y. That right. Right. M-A-D-D-Y. And
1: then don't you have a, another one?
0: I do. I do have a new Instagram that you can follow me for all of my author things at Emmy Glenns underscore author. M-E-G-L-I-N-Z
1: underscore author.
0: I love it. I also have an Instagram. Ooh, yes. Would you like to share? It's Brooke and Binding. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see anything about LitSys itself, you can find information about LitSis at Lit-Sys Podcast on Instagram as well. Go check them out. Happy Friday, LitSysners. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Oh, my goodness. I have both of my headphones in. And that your voice was just so loud after me hearing nothing for a little bit while waiting for you to come on. Hello! Ooh, <laughs> okay, okay. Hope everybody's having a little bit. I hope everybody's having a happy Friday so far today, um, or whatever day of the week that you're listening to this. If you didn't know, this episode comes out on Friday at noon, as does all this episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, we're bringing you a fun idea um, that was an idea from our very own Haley. Yes. And surprisingly, is an idea we've never talked about before. Now, first off, now, before we get
1: into it, I just want to say, it sounds like you are enjoying your Friday. It must be nice enough weather for you to be out and about walking around. I am. I
0: am walking so around. Nice.
1: Now, the thing, and I don't know about for where you are, Matt, but for us, it's starting to cool off a little bit and like it kind of is starting to feel like fall is potentially around the corner which is so strange because like last week it was still super hot and then this week has been like somewhat cloudy a little bit of rainy maybe like 10 or 15 degrees less than it has been Mm -hmm. and so it's like this is like kicking in so it's 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 perfect, like walking, enjoying yourself. Yes. Weather not too hot, not too cold. Yes, it is.
0: It's definitely cooled down a little bit. It was like a high of ninety yesterday, um, and today I think it was like a high of eighty with a breeze, which feels so hey, much better. Nice.
1: That is nice. I think we we've been right around that same area, and I think, but I think today it was like seventy something, which was like, oh, this is. Getting a little, a little cool. Yeah, I yeah,
0: like it though. So,
1: uh, I like fall weather. Me too. And that means like fall drinks. Gotta get those fall flavors, everybody. <laughs> That's the best.
0: True. Um, but
1: anyway, so I, when you were talking about how like that it's fall and nice out, but whenever you're listening to it, I was like, man, she must be really enjoying her day because she's out and about
0: going I for a
1: lovely walk.
0: Yes, actually, I. I mean, it is a lovely walk, but I will be honest. I'm walking home from work so it's oh, bummer yeah it's like bummer like i'm really tired because hey to work, it's a two-tool but, it's like work yeah, get some exercise but then
1: also enjoy the weather so it's like at least it's not
0: bad weather you know True. it's nice um, weather.
1: so anyway yeah so so going back to the episode yes i don't know where i thought this idea i feel like maybe i saw it on instagram or something and someone was saying like oh these are some books i wish i could have I could read again or experience again for the first time. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's such a great like thought. And I wonder what books that I would choose to do that. And so I have, I will say it was very easy for me to come up with quite a few books. Um, (laughs) But we have narrowed it down to five. And I will say there is a book that I feel like we need to just get out of the way before we really kind of narrow in. And that is obviously going to be Harry Potter. Of course. You
0: know, I got to say, I have a controversial take. Oh, no. I would love to experience reading Harry Potter again for the first time. But But, let me just say, I think Harry Potter is so much more enjoyable when you've read it multiple times. So I I I don't necessarily need to read it again for the first time, but it would be interesting
1: yeah see but I think for me the reason that I would like to experience it the first time is there are so many like twists and turns that you're not expecting That's true. it's just like to really fall in love with it you know and it's not and, and literally every time I pick up a Harry Potter and I especially the first one and I get to that first chapter I'm just like oh my gosh like my heart just like it just really hearkens me back to like just all of the beautiful memories he that I hearken. have yeah I know And the funny thing is, too, today, my oldest son was like, you know, mom, I want to go back to Florida. Like, I want to, isn't that the place we go when we get in the airplane and we go on the trip and we go stay at that house and blah, blah. I'm like, yes, that is it. Like, I do also want to go back to Florida. Because we, every time we go to Florida, we try to go to Universal. And every time we go to Universal, we obviously have to go to Wizarding World. And so it's just like,
0: obviously. I love
1: that that is being instilled in him. Oh my gosh. The fact that he is like also loving it makes me really happy. But anyway, all that to say,
0: all I'll that say, to say, that's an implied Harry Potter is a given. one. Yes. That's a Not given. included in our five each that we're going to share.
1: Exactly. Um, so I, I, I've shared like two or three of the books that I have been, um, I, I told you when we were talking about the idea, like some of the books that I was thinking, but I don't think I have any idea which ones that you have chosen or ones that you would want to pick. So I'm very intrigued as to which ones you wish you could experience for the first time yet again. Yeah.
0: I think I gave you one, which is, uh, Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. Yes which yes, we did. literally just read that one for the first time, like less than a year ago, like last fall. So it's really, it really not been that fall? long. Yeah. It was last fall. Wow. So it's really not been that long, but I just remember sitting there and just devouring the book, just like wanting to like, I like, I, I think I read it over a couple days side of work and I didn't have as much time to read. And So I just remember being like, anytime I had a moment, I just wanted to open it up and read it. Um, and So just like I, and and there's so many things from that book that we've talked about that just kind of haunt us. And I'd love to be able to experience those twists for the first time again. They're just so, so good. Just I want that feeling again.
1: So would you say, yeah, I agree with you. But would you say that like the books that you have chosen that you wish you could experience again for the first time are books that like are defining to you? Like there's a defining element to you of like that was really impactful to me or is it more of just like I just loved that twist like I did not see that coming like is it more of like the surprise element that you wish you could experience again
0: I think I wish part of it is the surprise element I think I just want to experience how I felt when I read it for the first time again not necessarily like it was pivotal or whatever but just it left a visceral feeling inside of me when I was reading it and I either was like Oh my gosh! Yes, this is 100% gonna be a great book. I can feel it in my bones. Or it was like, oh my gosh, like this book is crazy and it's got my attention and I literally can't stop reading it and I just have like a visceral memory of reading the book. Like I'll I'll even like remember where I was when I was reading a a part of the book that really pulled me. Like I'll remember exactly where I was. And so to grasp that experience again Mm -hmm. is kind of what I want is to. Because I'm not going to feel that way again rereading. I mean, maybe I would certain books, but that that feeling, those feelings that I felt in that specific moment is what I crave.
1: Okay, I get that. Okay, so what about you? Okay, so the first book that came to my mind when I had this thought, well, I had like three of them immediately pop into my head. I was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to pick? First one that came to my mind was actually The Notebook. Okay, you love and I think for me, I love the notebook. I love the story. I love um, the movie. I read. I've read so many Nicholas Sparks books. I don't know if I've said this very much on the podcast, but I read quite a few. But I did stop reading them like quite a few years ago, just because I had read so many in a short amount of time, and I just could not keep up with him. Like he was like, and another, and another, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Um. But, yeah, there's just something about that story that, like, is so captivating and beautiful and so, like, it's not even, like, I guess, quote-unquote, innocent, but there's this like, just this young love that we've talked about before of just, like, this couple that love each other so much that, like, go through so much trial and turmoil and, like, lose each other but then find each other again. Spoiler. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's just so many, like, specific little elements to it that like have captured my heart. So I think that's probably why I would feel the need or desire to have that one be like a first time. Cause it was also like one of my first experiences with a romance novel and one of my first experiences with Nicholas Sparks in particular. And I think that he had a lot, a big role in my life, like in middle school, high school age um and like my love of reading so I think that also kind of spurred some of that on so yeah that that book is like a I'm hearkening back yet again um but yeah the notebook for sure for me
0: yes that is a good one um my next one is similar to the Daisy Darker feeling and it is Final Girls by Riley Sager yes a classic I, yes I have reread it and it was still good the second time around but the first time around he used a, a, a twist which I now actually critique him on because he uses this style of twist far too often for me at this point that was like his first book <laughs> no I know that's what I'm saying like I give like that's fine that it happened in the first one I give cr- criticism now that he keeps using it yeah. But he used, like, a specific type of twist that I yeah. c- did not see coming whatsoever. And I loved it. Um, and it literally, like... Yeah. I always say that, like, um, the woman or the girl on the train or the woman in Cabin 10, those ones kind of, like, sparked my interest in thrillers. But Final mm. Girls really sparked my interest in, like, the thriller horror genre. So... Okay. And I've experienced rereading it, but it wasn't entirely the same. So to be able to read it again for the first time, I think would really, really, like, pull me back to the feeling that I felt in 2017 when I read it for the first time. All right, Haley, what's your next one?
1: All right. My next one, super obvious for me. Um is midnight library by matt Haig.
0: i'm glad that you said midnight library i love Midnight
1: library i was trying to talk my friend into getting it from barnes and noble the other day i was like this book is amazing it will change your life it's incredible were you successful no she ended up getting um she ended up getting um in five
0: years oh also so good
1: also so good she really liked it but she was kind of like annoyed at the ending which is kind of oh yeah (laughs)
0: um
1: but overall like midnight library for me was like a really powerful book and if you don't know what it is it's about this girl who decides that like you know her life is horrible and she's fed up with it and so she tries to or she considers trying to kill herself Mm -hmm. But she is not successful. She finds herself in this weird, middle, not alive, but not dead kind of world. And it's a big library. And the librarian Mm -hmm. there is like all the books on all these shelves are all the different lives you could have lived if you had changed one element or if you had made a different choice at this point or this point. And so it's kind of like all those branches and kind of like a multidimensional like world that people like to fantasize about but like actually it's like a whole book concept. Like, yeah, but through books. And so she was like, mm-hmm. all right. So the librarian is like, you are allowed to go into some of these books and you can experience this life and what it would have been if you had made this choice or if you had stayed with this person or if you had pursued this career. If you decide you want to keep this life, you are welcome to. But if not, you don't have to. And if at the end, I think if you still decide you know, you don't want to keep living. You don't have to. Or you can go back to your actual life. Yes. And it just is so powerful. And I think, like, the ending is so impactful. And I remember I, like, sat down and, like, wrote a little journal entry about it. Oh, just, my like, goodness. Like, how reflective. Yeah, it was just so reflective <laughs> for me. I was like. Oh, Haley. It is so sweet. It's cute. Like, well, it's, it was impactful. And essentially, if you can't get the gist of it um, grass is not always greener on the other side. And it's just like, and, and it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, um, about time where it's like, I want to be thankful for every, for every, you know, situation and, and, and be present in my life and not wish it away. And, Mm -hmm. and like, Essentially, just kind of try to be like a more positive, happy person. Like, realize yeah, with however life, life has I thrown it, it at
0: you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just really powerful, really impactful. And I think a lot of people could benefit from reading it. And it's not that old. It's only a few years old. So mm-hmm. it's definitely still out and popular on the shelves. So please check it out. Um, But yeah, Midnight
0: Library by Matt Haig is my other my second choice. Your second one. All right, my third choice is a book you haven't read yet, but I want you to. And that is Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. I can't believe you're so in love with this book. It was so good. I just got, it transported me. That's what it did. It like, the feeling that I felt when I read it. It's the feeling that I felt. I was start. I started to read it. And from literally the first few pages, I knew it was going to be so good. I devoured it in almost one single night. Wow. Um, and it's like a 400 something page book I will say wow. I was working night shift at the time so it was over almost one entire shift that I just devoured it I literally like if I didn't have to get up and do my job I would have just sat there the whole night and just kept reading it the pe- the the characters felt so real um, it's about this uh, a woman who is a chemist who ends up losing her job when she gets pregnant because this is like the 1950s and people were awful Um, and how she kind of gets back up on her feet. Um, And it's so, there's just so many elements that I didn't even know were going to be in it that were so good. Like there's this dog that she has that has his own like little thoughts, like his own like narration moments. And it's too cute. And then like, there's like, she gets like involved in like rowing, which I did not expect that that was going to happen. Um, And just like what she learns from, from her experience with rowing and what she like has learned in being a chemist and how that applies to just regular life. And I'm not going to spoil everything, but it is just literally so, so good. The characters felt so real. I didn't want it to end. I, I want to reread it just to reread it, but I wish I could reread it for the first. I wish I could read it for the first time again because it was so, so, such a good feeling. Anyway, that's why you have to read it. Wow. This is just this an is- av- I don't
1: think I have realized how challenging this is for me to narrow down to five because I am continually like looking up other books that I've loved and thinking like oh that one would be so (laughs) fun to read or oh maybe that one because I think the stuff that like for me I'm thinking about like their books like I have sentimental books to me that I would Mm -hmm. love to read again but also like I was saying earlier like books that took me by surprise like I don't think this, this is going to be one that I'm going to talk about, which is kind of a surprise. Um, but the anomaly, like I know that that book, like, I'm not like this book was incredible, but like, it still haunts me sometimes. I'm like, that was so creative. Like the whole thing about, I'm not going to say, but stuff that happens like in this cave that they get trapped in and stuff that they find, it's like, I was there. I was transported (laughs) with them. And I'm like, this is so creative. I am so like invested in this. But like, I'm not going to say that's like one of my top books ever that I would want to reread for the first time because I'm in love with it. But like, I love books like that too that just like capture my attention. So like, I just feel like I have so many that I can like toss around in my brain. So I'm like having a hard time narrowing it down. Um, But the third book for sure, for sure that like, that popped in my brain that I confidently can say Is Project Hail Mary by Anthony? You Kingner. love it. I love this book. I love that I knew nothing about it. I knew it was about space. I did not know any kind of journey that the guy was gonna be on. I did not know what he was doing in space. I did not know, how long he was supposed to be out there for I didn't know if he was ever getting out of space like I had no clue I'm like and the a beautiful part about that book is like he doesn't remember he has like an amnesia from being in a coma and so he's waking up and he's trying to piece together like where am I and it it kind of makes me think of like Harry Potter where it's like you're along for the journey with the character and Mm -hmm. discovering stuff with the character at the same time so it's like he is having these flashback moments of like being back on earth and like having a conversation with like this person who hires him to go in space. And he's like, whoa. And now, so it's like, it brings him back to the reality. It's like, okay, now some of this is starting to make sense again. And so it's just like, he is putting pieces together while you are. And I think that it's just beautiful storytelling, crafting, like just having the, reader along for the ride with the character and you're like putting these puzzle pieces together it's just very creative and very enticing and i thoroughly enjoyed it because it went places i was not anticipating and i'm also one of those people that like loves interstellar so and i love like dune and so i'm like this is Space. right up my alley. like i i think this is so intriguing i love some of these concepts and just some like the fantasy of it and the sci-fi of it i'm like this is oh man it's exciting for me so, yeah, I would definitely reread Project Hail Mary for the first time.
0: Okay. So, next for me is, oh man, this is my third thriller on this list. Apparently, I just like love some good thrillers. Um, this is actually more thriller mystery, I would say. And that is The Sundown Motel by Simone St. James. You love this book. I love you, this. I'm like, in
1: love with this. It is so good, though. It, it really is so, is.
0: it just was such a different mystery thriller than like I've read in the past. Because like so many thrillers are like, ooh, something bad's happening. Who's the bad guy? I've got to figure it out. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, that's the bad guy. Fight, fight, fight. And that's pretty much how they all go. But the Sundown Motel is not like that. It's told through two timelines between an aunt and her niece. And the aunt goes missing back in the day, and she was like working as a night shift. Um, like, uh, what's the word I'm talking about? Like desk person for this motel um and so her niece in the future decides to go back to the same motel or the same town not the motel the motel's not there is it no the same motel and she decides to work at the same job to see if she can figure out what happened to her aunt so many years ago and like the thing is like you do end up finding out what happens to the aunt but that's not like the (gasps) moment and you do find out who there there is a bad guy but that's not, you don't find that out at the very end and you're like, oh, like you find out who the bad guy is, like probably like midway through the book. And you might be thinking that's kind of disappointing, but it's not because there's so much more to the story, including like how to catch the bad guy. So like mm-hmm. a solid, like half of the book is just like, okay, so we know it's this guy. How are we going to trap him? Like, let's figure it out. And it's okay, but so I will say interesting. This.
1: I will say this. That book operates in that way a lot better than The Maid, where you also know a bad That's guy true. halfway
0: through and it just falls You so know flat. the bad guy in The Maid like 30 pages in. <laughs> I know.
1: Also, also, it makes me think of a book that I was going to mention, but now I'm not going to, Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love Gone Girl. Would read that again, just even for fun already. Like, I just enjoyed it. No matter what, I would probably read it again. Without having to not have read it the first time, but it's like again where it's like you have found out what has happened halfway through, and then it's like how are we supposed to resolve? But it's just the way that they the way that Saint James
0: wrote it is so good. So yeah, she
1: crafted it very well. You have to be really careful on how you do it because it can be really good or really bad.
0: And there's like some supernatural, paranormal elements as well that I remember literally like sitting in my bed at like 11 p.m. or whatever and I was still reading it, or might have even been later than that and being terrified to the core um and it's very hard to for a book to do that for me so I don't know I whisper man that one didn't even freak me out as much you're kidding I mean it was kind of creepy through the mail slot it was not as creepy as I thought it was going to be oh I'll just say anyway but I don't know. It's been I have not read a book in a long, long time that scared me as much as Sundown Motel did in a good way. So what about
1: what about the book we just read, The Grady Hendrix?
0: That one was pretty creepy, but not. I don't know. I just like. I think it's just that Simone St. James doesn't hide away from the fact that like ghosts can just exist. Yeah. Um, and I think that element is just super freaking creepy. Um, so anyway, not as creepy as
1: a doll, but true. Anyway, okay, so I've had a, quite a few that I've been tossing around. Um, I'm gonna go with Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. I wondered
0: if you were gonna put this on your list. Really? Yeah, because you in loved my
1: it. original. It was not in my original top choices. And the longer I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I love that book so much. Again, beautiful storytelling. Like Anthony like just knows how to, hi, Anthony, by the way, if you're listening. Uh... <laughs> oh, Anthony. Anthony. oh, Anthony, if you're listening. I feel like he, I feel like he must not even exist and that he is just like this shell of a person that just downloads this story from the universe. And he's just the portal oh, where this story comes out of because you have to admit the way he writes does not feel like someone sat down and wrote this book. It just no. feels like it has existed. Like it is, that's the story. I would agree. He he did not craft this. This is just a story. And he's just the vessel for the story to be told. And you guys might think I sound insane, but if you have never read a book by him or a book that does the same feeling for you, you won't understand what I'm talking about. There are books I will literally sit down and I can be like, oh, I can literally feel yeah. and see the author and you sitting that down it's, and writing yeah, this.
0: Uh-huh. And, and I'm others. more so
1: folk. So so focused on like, like the story, like the, um, like, okay, this is just a book I'm reading where mm-hmm. some books make you feel like this is a real human being. And these are real people. And this is a real story. And I don't even know like who has crafted this. No one has crafted this. Like, this is just me sitting down and reading a story about someone's life. Like, it's just so there are just a, there's like a handful of authors that I know who can do this. And Anthony Doerr is one of them. And Cloud Cuckoo Land. So, so beautiful, so well done, so interestingly crafted that could potentially have been confusing, but was not at all. Very straightforward and very clear in something that has like three different storylines and three different timelines happening. Like it's just crazy, but it works and it flows Mm -hmm. and it was, it's amazing. I won't, I don't, I don't know if I even have my own copy, but I love it so
0: much. I would yeah. reread it. Yeah, it is very good. The very last page made me cry. Yeah. It is very good. That book
1: good. is so good. That I feel like so I good. need to
0: like not, not, I gotta like separate it from several years and then I could probably read it again, which yeah. brings me into my last book. It was very hard actually for me to think of books that I wish I could read for the first time again. I was trying to pick it based off this I, the. This idea that I feel like I could actually probably just sit down and read it now and it would feel very similar to reading it for the first time because it's been several years since I read this book. And Mm -hmm. I really only remember the vibes and a few key points, which to be fair, those key points were very shocking. And I probably it probably would warrant a fresh brain read where I don't know where anything's happening. But other than those few key points, I don't very much remember anything but the vibes from The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. I
1: knew that was going to be on one of our lists because I'm telling you, that book was very impactful. And I even tossed tossed around having that on my list as well, because Mm -hmm. I feel like that book is just so hefty, it's got so much detail and so much... so much to offer. It's just something again, it's one of those books that I recommended to my friend to read, but it is pretty big. So, it's it not as big. quick of an easy read as some of the other so ones. so
0: good though. Uh, mm-hmm. so good. Um anyway, but that is mine where it's like I feel like I could read it now and it would still pack a pretty emotional punch, but I know too many things for it to really feel the same way as it did the first time I read it. So, that is mine. All I right, what's it. your fifth what's your fifth one, Haley?
1: I don't know. I honestly have no clue. I have, like, two books that I'm tossing back and forth, and I can't not decide. Um... Oh, God. E- okay, I think I know what I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to pick. And this mm-hmm. is quite a quite a uh, a throwback, The Unwinding of the Miracle.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: If you guys have not heard any original Lit stuff from like our first year or so of recording, you need to because I have talked so about good. this book for a long, long time, but it was actually a book that I got an advanced copy of and did a review for. And I'm literally like, I had to print off the PDF of the book to read because I didn't have like a physical copy of it. And I remember flipping like the printer paper pages over and just sobbing my eyes out and having to stop reading, wipe the snot. Oh my read like One or two more sentences. Stop. Wipe the snot. Continue to read. And honestly, I think this this is a memoir about a woman who had had cancer and she was documenting her experience with cancer. And then at the end, after she has passed, her husband finishes off the book and gets it published, which was kind of like their plan. Um, but she had ch- like a little girl. I'm pretty sure just one little girl. Um, I think mean, she had but, two girls. Okay, maybe, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe two little girls. But the, I read this book before I had children. And I cannot imagine
0: the physical
1: reactions I would have if I read this book right now. You got two babies. I have two children too. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just don't know. I would probably just break down. Like if I didn't know, like if I didn't know how emotional this book would make me feel, I would be like, yes, like let's repick, let's pick up this memoir. This sounds so interesting and would be totally like, thrown off and smacked in the face by how much <laughs> emotions that would come up inside of me by reading this memoir because like literally no joke like i remember sitting there just wiping this knot, could not hardly finish this book i had to like take my time and just oh my gosh so so powerful so impactful the unwinding of the miracle i can't even think of of the woman's julie name right yip williams like, thank you julie yip williams um but yeah, I just had to throw like bring that throwback up because it definitely deserves to be mentioned and something that probably if I read it again, like you were saying, it would feel like a fresh read. But because I have the emotional history mm-hmm. and like the the PTSD from the first time.
0: Oh, my <laughs> I, gosh. I don't know if I you could like, open it again.
1: I don't know. But gosh, that book just you probably could see like tear stains on those pages probably. if I found it. But probably. anyway, so yeah such a great read
0: all right us looking back and thinking if we could read if we could read any books for the first time what would they be clearly Haley had a harder time deciding between books and I had much harder time picking them um but that that is it if there is a book that you wish that you could read for the first time again what would it be obviously Harry Potter is included in like that's already a a given but outside of that what would it be So Haley, tell me, what are you reading right now?
1: Well, I'm reading a book that you have already finished. So (laughs) I'm reading Zero Days by Ruth Ware. And it is not for lack of interest, I will say. I have some exams that I'm gearing up for. So it's taking me a little bit of time because every time I go to sit down to read, it's like later at nighttime and I only get like a little bit in. And then I'm like, I probably should go to sleep. So I'm not getting <sighs> as much done as I wish I could, but it is so good. Like the other day I did sit down at like not 10 PM and I could not stop reading it. I like got like 50 pages done because I was like, this is just like amazing. So mm-hmm. I know it is super creative and, and clever and the storyline is so interesting, Um yeah, I'm I'm excited to get it finished. I'm hopefully gonna get it finished this weekend and pick up something new. But that is as the release of this, what I am currently reading. And what about you, Mad? What are you
0: reading since you've obviously already finished Ruth Ware? I'm currently reading Just Another Missing Person by Jillian McAllister. And it is interesting okay. so far. I am very intrigued to see where it goes from now, but it's about like this investigator, this like detective. Um, This is in the UK, who is investigating a missing person case and suddenly very much realizes that um, she cannot figure out what she's not. She should not figure out what happens because it'll incriminate her from something else. So very interesting concept. However, coming off of reading Ruth Ware, whose writing is literally impeccable, it's kind of hard to get through.
1: Bummer. Maybe you should have given the thriller a rest after reading Ruth Ware and picked up somebody else.
0: I should. I, yeah. Um, I, I should have done something better but, or different for yeah. a better buffer. But oh well, I didn't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's we'll good. see. Maybe, maybe it'll come around. I'm not super far into it. So. Um, but yeah, we'll that, that's our episode today. Thank you guys so much for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. (音楽) .